Today is May 23rd, and the world is talking about, no, love isn't always love, exploring who suffers when society redefines sexuality and morality. You're listening to What in the World, a look at current events through the lens of biblical truth with Amy Travis. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, The Truth About Love, How to Graciously Push Back on a Godless Culture. In this book, we'll discuss how to challenge narratives such as love is love, marriage equality, Christians should be more tolerant, and so much more. Please look on Amazon for books under Amy L. Travis to purchase your copy today. Thanks so much for your support. Imagine this scenario. I go to the store and purchase a new coffee maker. When I bring it home and set it up, I throw away the directions because no one can tell me what to do with my coffee maker. So I put ground turkey in the filter instead of ground coffee. Yes, it's my choice, but I'm not happy with the results. Have you ever purchased a small appliance from the store or online? Regardless of the manufacturer, each product's instructions are similar. For best results, use as directed. Additionally, many warranties won't cover problems if you misuse a product or change how it works. Similarly, the creator and author of mankind designed the human body to function in a specific way, especially human sexuality. God created us male and female, designed marriage between one man and one woman, and conceived sex to be shared within that mutually exclusive one man, one woman relationship for a lifetime. All other sexual activities outside of God's design and can lead to less than favorable results. Consider the possible consequences when sexuality is misused. Fatherless households, transmitted diseases, abusive partners, broken hearts and relationships, and so on. Now, I understand what a hot button this discussion can be. So many of us have friends and family members who are cohabitating or involved in same-sex unions. We love them and we want to support them, especially if our children are involved. However, we can validate them as individuals without buying into their alternate reality. Because as believers in Jesus, we can't ignore the warnings in scripture and expect these relationships to thrive. For example, do you know what the leading cause of death is for pregnant women? Homicide. Pregnant women are more likely to die from intimate partner violence than often perpetuated by a boyfriend, than for medical causes or anything else, according to an October 2022 ABC News article. Now consider the latest misinformation campaign that inundates us whenever we watch a commercial on TV or walk into a coffee shop. This notion is that Love is love. The implication is, of course, that all romantic relationships are created equal. Whom you love doesn't matter because we can't choose our romantic attractions. They choose us. On the surface, this sounds legitimate, but as individuals, our creator has granted us free will and we have the right and the responsibility to make our own decisions. No one likes to be told what to do and how to do it. You are your own person and you can make any choice you would like. But how's that working for you? So let's consider the idea of this redefining of marriage and sexuality. Many in society have bought into the lie that love is love. As a result, these individuals have rebelled against social norms and God only to find that, like my really gross cup of coffee, they are unhappy with the results. 
homosexuality and same-sex marriage, by extension, is one of those misuses of sexuality, according to scripture. Leviticus 18.22 describes a man sleeping with another man, as he would a woman, as an abomination. In the New Testament, Paul says that individuals receive in themselves a due penalty for their error. That's in Romans 1.27. Even though we are told to believe that same-sex couples experience the same level of marital satisfaction as their traditional counterparts, is that true? Or do they experience repercussion for their choices? Let's consider some statistics. Same-sex couples who marry are more likely to divorce. 61% file annually for divorce compared to 41% for first marriages for heterosexual couples. According to the Finances Online website, the median duration of marriages between two females is 4.1 years and 4.3 years for two males. In contrast, the median duration of first marriages for heterosexual couples is 18 years, with 41% of this demographic making it to their 25-year wedding anniversary. Fidelity rates among homosexual mans are extremely low. Only 4.5% remain faithful compared to 75.5% for married heterosexual men. In one study, 28% of homosexual men admitted to having more than 1,000 sexual partners. A bizarre phenomenon occurred in the aftermath of a Supreme Court decision in Obergefell v. Hodges to legalize same-sex marriage on June 26 of 2015. Divorce rates for same-sex couples who married before that date, before 2015, skyrocketed immediately after these unions were recognized nationwide. According to the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics, courthouses in liberal states who previously recognized gay marriages became inundated with same-sex couples filing for divorce. Brandon Mill, He's the owner of a gay bar in San Francisco. He made the following observation. Couples realized that their marriages were unlikely to be annulled in another law banning gay marriage and that they were probably stuck with each other for the rest of their lives. And that was pretty scary. You know, considering that, In the statistics we're reading, it almost appears that the activists' intent on legalizing same-sex unions were not the same individuals in those unions. Think about that. So this begs the question, who benefits from the legalization of gay marriage? Someone benefits, that's for certain. For example, the wedding industry saw an increase of $16.8 billion dollars. Additionally, local economies saw an increase in tax revenue. New York City alone collected an additional $142 million in taxes due to legalizing same-sex relationships. And considering the cost for a divorce, including attorney's fees, is $12,900, that industry experienced a big bump also. So as we wrap up, What is behind this dramatic shift in values? Who benefits from redefining marriage, sexuality, and morality in general? The short answer is to always follow the money and the power. The troubling truth is that when governments, corporations, and people in power attempt to subvert the natural order, they arbitrarily select winners and losers. Instead of all parties enjoying our God-given benefits and protections, the weakest ones in society always suffer. Guess who wins? Not us. Those in power benefit the most. So no, love isn't always love. The word love has been hijacked and weaponized. No, 
Love isn't always love. The word is used as a way to disguise abuse and exploitation. No, love isn't always love. You can absolutely choose who you love. That's the upside to free will. And no, love isn't always love. Sometimes it's perversion. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this and want more information, please purchase my book, The Truth About Love. 